Welcome to Eagle Nation. Don't forget to join us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Welcome to Eagle Nation Waffle Wrap. Yes, we're doing a Waffle Wrap. It's just completed. Unfortunately, the Eagles went down to South Fremantle 15-12-102 to Eagles 5-9. I mean, eight goals, 11-59. Welcome to the show, Dan. How you going, bud? Uh, yeah, good to be here, but straight off the bat, I want to apologise to uh, all the Eagles fans out there and Wolfram fans out there. I've done it again, another year, what, third year in a row, I jinxed us. I jinxed us. <laughs> I was coming in so positive this year for the Waffle, and then the game before Waffle, we, we lose seven players from the Waffle side because they obviously have to go play this week from the, all those injuries we had in the Derby, so it was very um very thin side, we'll call it that. Yeah, well, you're talking about Finside. We had nine players all up uh, because we had to pick two out for tomorrow's game against Melbourne. So, yeah, nine players, the rest of them, and this is my bone of contention with the waffle, again, amateurs as top-ups, they only had to take two two waffle players league and all the rest have been just one from each club. They can give them a guy that's on their list and doesn't even play waffle I mean, legal reserves. So until they even up the numbers points-wise, especially in games like this, you're not going to be as competitive as what it could be. Uh, But that's another story for another day and another show. The Eagles went down there, nine players in there, and we'll talk about the nine Eagles players that are senior listed players more than anything else. But it come down to the third term. If people didn't watch it on the streaming services, uh, Eagles were they were in it until about the third quarter. They kicked the first two goals of the third quarter, and then uh, South Fremantle kicked five unanswered goals. So, and that sort of blew the game apart. Is that your view on the game, Dan, or what? Uh, very much so, and uh, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. Um, you're you're only as strong as your weakest link. And I don't want to be disrespectful to the amateurs, but you get a great chain of play going on, you know, and then uh, someone with less skills, obviously, will get the ball, turn it over, maybe hesitate, maybe get pins, and that's what you find. So you can't get those great chains of play. But that said, we did have on the Eagles list uh, some good contributors. Um, Did you want to go through them? Well, let's go through the uh, the players. (laughs) Um, But to me, best on ground was Zane True. I thought he was in the play all, all four quarters. Some of his disposals probably could have been a little bit better. He got caught a few times, but to me, he's probably of all the Eagles players, the one that stood out for over the four quarters. He had 26 possessions. Uh, Ten of them were handball, 16 mark, uh, 16 kicks, six marks and six tackles. So, And he missed two goals. So, you know, he could have round, round off a really, really game there. Um yeah, just quickly, he wasn't the only one. Well, very wasteful up forward as well. Yeah. So, yeah, he kicked a couple behinds, um, and that that really was the difference in the game. We were just very, very uh, even inside fifties. Were very messy up forward. So, uh, we briefly we briefly touched off there. Isaiah Winder. Um, he played more of an in in an under role. He only had the nine kicks, but he had twenty two possessions and he kicked a goal. Um, it was probably come alive more in the second half. So. You know, he was a bit unsighted, but maybe that's because he was playing a different role there. He had seven marks, two tackles. Um, you know, so I think they two were the probably standout performers. And then you go down to the next level down when 
your favourite, Xavier O'Neill. How did you see his game? 15, no, 20 disposals. Um, he kicked a goal, um, four marks, four tackles. So how did you see his game? Um, I put Winder and O'Neill in the same category. For me, they had to lift. Um, my favourite uh, performance was Probably Petch. Uh, he didn't do well in the last quarter. I think they moved him um, forward to, like, rest him. But for a lot of the game, he played um, in the actual midfield. I thought he was good. He was dangerous up forward. He set up a beautiful goal. To, I think it was Nitsky or I'm not sure it was. But, yeah, he set up a beautiful goal. Um, had the 17 disposals, eight kicks, nine hand passes. And, uh, yeah, he was just everywhere, you know, when he was in that midfield. He, he was did a few good things defensively, back running back. Um, so at three-quarter time, he would have been best on ground for me. But then, as I said, they moved him out the midfield, and then I think Drew, that's when Drew overtook him for me. Um, I'll quickly yeah, touch um, on Bazo. Yeah, sorry. Can, with, don't was it? With uh, Petricelli, I liked it when he got into space. He put the afterburners on. So that's what yeah. we want to see him do more of. Just doesn't do it enough. But, yeah, to me, like you said, he was playing high. It was more a high half forward into the mid and then they put him yeah. back in the last quarter. And if you're not going to get the supply up there, you're not going to get the touch of the ball. So, yeah, look, and, you know, if you kick two goals instead of two points, probably would have been talking about him as best on ground. Uh, you yeah, another one that was a bit wasteful up forward, like we said with True, you know, a bit wasteful yeah. up forward. They didn't convert. Um, yeah. You, you briefly said Bazo there. Do you want to elaborate on what he got? Um, I think it was someone yeah. like 15 disposals from what I count and nine marks. So nine marks, pretty yep. good for that. Yeah, and a lot of those were intercept marks. He had 10 kicks. Um, I just saw him and it was the first game this year. He, I think he's played another one before that I'm like, he's starting that fitness back and he actually might be um, in selection. Um, you know, they might be bringing his name up at the selection committee because I was really liked what he said. And with Gov going down and um, sadly Edwards down as well, another, you know, our probably reserve full back, you know, going down. I think Bazo is, uh, for me, would be almost the one most likely, even though he wasn't best on ground. I think he might be most likely to maybe get a game in the next week or two. Well, I was going to say um, who's the most likely to go up. And when you look at those players there, yeah, you know, Tree, Tree's knocking on the door. So he, he's doing everything right that he can. You just got to keep doing what he's doing. But as you said, maybe for matchups. Bazo, you know, like you said, he had nine marks down the back and he was switched around. He w went on, he was on Miller and then he was on Donaldson for a while and then he was on uh, the other forward. I can't remember what his name was. So, hard day down backwards when they're delivering the ball that the way they were. Bar Harry Barnett in the ruck, he had the 15 hit outs, but um, I think he was outclassed by, what's his name? Uh, you, you no, Solomon. Solomon James, oh, it's my Solomon God, James. this guy, yeah, South Fremantle player, he's a beast. He didn't per se get lots of ball around the ground, but in the ruck contest, he just leaped and he um, he gave the other ruckmen lots of space so he could just run and just jump. Um, I didn't know who he was before this game, but, yeah, he definitely got the better of Barnett early. I think Barnett kind of worked his way back into the game, you know, um, performs a bit better, but, yeah, he's definitely got to do more. He's a development player. Um, but look, basically you can see now why Williams is getting the game um, because Barnett's just not quite ready. I think Barnett in the future will be the best ruckman we have, but right now you couldn't really drop Williams and bring Barnett in bar injury. 
Um, Jane, did Jane. a couple good things. Did take a great couple, couple great marks, couple contested ones too. So you you see, like his highlight packets looks good because he does some good things though. Yeah, Jane sort of like out, outrucked him, hit outs to advantage. He was flicking them back a lot, and it took a while for the Eagles mids to actually work it out. And they won the hit outs fifty four to twenty four. So that shows you the the dominance they had in the the guts. Um, you know, everywhere else, it wasn't too bad. We were pretty evenly matched. Um, even in defence, we were pretty evenly matched. But, you know, the, the, they made good use of their ball inside 50s. They only had eight more inside 50s than us for the match. So shows you the difference when we went up forward. They were cleaner. They were good with a kicking in, inside. And South Fremantle, you know, they, they've... Uh, they probably need to bank some wins because they didn't get the four points out of that, unfortunately, because of of their their fine. <laughs> so they won the game, but they didn't get the four points. So you know, uh, they're still. I believe they're still negative four points even after winning that yeah. game. So, so they started the season. For anyone that doesn't know their salary cap cheats, I'm not sugarcoating it. That's exactly what happened. They cheated the salary cap. And they got punished by like prem- losing premiership points for the upcoming season, this season. So yeah, they won that game, and as was I said, they're still negative four points. So they've still got a long way to come. Yeah, uh, the best for them was Jacob Dragovich. He had twenty-eight possessions. He played out at Eton last year. He's a premiership. I think he's a premiership player at the South Fremantle. Uh, and then you had Tommy McQuillan that Eagles had on the contingency list last year. Same as Bell Detchen. He was on their contingency contingency list. Dylan Main, an ex Eagle. He was probably one of their better players. And Brendan Archie, another ex Eagle. So <laughs> there was some. Uh, I tell you what, familiar names. Yeah. Yeah, there was a couple of plays with Archie that I wasn't happy with, um, only because O'Neill was on him and Archie did better than him. And I'm like, Archie got dropped and you didn't, O'Neill. You've got to prove your worth. And it just it's never fun seeing a player that's been dropped by your club get the better of yours. I wouldn't say the whole game, but, yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, just one last player on our Eagles list I want your opinion on because I, I think he sneakily played a good game and shown a lot of potential with our Virgil. And for those that don't know, Virgil is our player – we got in the second round, so he's picked after Barnett, and I believe it was the Port Adelaide second round pick we got when we moved two spots back and got Chesser. So people that thought that was a crazy move, well, this was almost a free hit with Virgil, and he had 20 disposals, but the good thing about him is he had 14 kicks, so he likes to kicks. He played mainly off the halfback, or solely off the halfback kind of thing. Um, so the fact he's doing that means 16 kicks. He's taken the game on, showed a little bit of dash, but he was another one that kicked it behind, so he could have even got a goal, was it? So yeah. you're half back and you're getting all the way up to half forward means you're running. So 20 disposers, I thought he showed good signs in someone that's a young kid that hasn't had a proper preseason. Um, I think he showed a lot of potential. Yeah, and he's very quick. He's uh, very quick by foot. So, um, yeah, I was going to bring him up right at the end, but you've done it. So, yeah, look. I'll beat you to it. <laughs> he's, uh, you know, impressed me at under-18s. And like you said, we picked up him and Noah Long, both playing in the same team. So, um, look, yeah, look, there's some promising signs there for the Eagles. Uh, the Waffle side, they might get a couple of troopers back next week. So I'm looking forward to next week now. You probably got Harry Edwards would probably come back in because he was eager to play today, but they kept him out. Callum Jamison should be right to go next week. So that's a bit more height coming in. So there's another two. So that takes it to 11. Yep. Um, you don't know, Wiverton maybe comes straight back into the senior side. If he doesn't, that means another player drops down. You've got Rotham 
whoever, you know, there's two other players. We could possibly have 13 players next week and they're playing West Perth up at Joondal up next Saturday. So if you want to follow your waffle guys, it is streamed every game, but get up there and show your support um, because you can see some of the new talent that's going to be coming through. So, and I think there's going to be a bit of a rotation going through with the injuries we've got on the senior side now. Yeah, and um, who knows, if you rock up, you might see a um, couple of us Eagle Nation boys there. So definitely come up and say yeah, g'day okay. and have a yarn. Um, that would be great. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward. And you just touched on players to come back. I do feel we're only three, four players off being a very competitive side. You know what I yeah. mean? Even young Jack Williams, we didn't have anyone up forward that could fly for the ball. We had good crummers, but no big plays to actually fly for it, and that was really telling this game. Um, so you put Jax Williams, and you said Jamison, him and Barnett could swap four just to bring the ball to ground. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that would be a big difference. So they were competitive. We did have momentum in patches of this game. As I said, once we get a few more players back, and I don't think mass changes, three, four more AFL-listed players in this side, and I don't think it's all dire, I think, We've got a lot of potential, but we are, you can just tell we're about three, four plays short of being very competitive. Yeah, yeah. and that and that sometimes that's all the difference. So anyway, guys, that's Eagle Nation Waffle Wrap. Before we get out to you early, because uh, a lot of people are asking what's going on with the Waffle team, and um, like I said, we're all a bit excited because we hopefully get a few more back in the team. So it should be a competitive year, not like last year, which was an abomination. So. Um, each week, guys, we'll try and bring it to you. We don't know what day. It could be different every day. So we're bringing you this out quick this week because we want to get it out to you so you keep the interest up there with the waffle side. Um, and, yeah, if you hadn't if you've got nothing to do next Saturday, head down to be in the Joondal up area, head down to the Ovals, the big Oval, and watch them take on the mighty Falcons. The Eagles, eh? All right, take it easy, guys, and um, and look out for us this week. We've got the final siren coming up later in the week and then bounce down probably towards Thursday. So join us here, get on all your podcasts, and thanks to Plus Fitness for being a sponsor this year. All right, until uh, next week, this is the Waffle Wrap and Eagle Nation. Take care. Take it easy. Take it easy. Born is bright from isolation, a fortress built. We cross the nation, our colors share the West Coast sky. Our will to win will never die.